Bless your name, God. Good morning, good morning. Bless the Lord, for this is the day that the Lord has made. Therefore, we shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. Bless the name of Jesus. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome you all in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our risen and resurrected King, the one we serve, magnify and glorify because he is worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining. And I just want to take a minute to thank all of those uh, who have been joining us for the past few months uh, from Delaware and also from out of state. We just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for you taking time to share time with us to hear the word of God. We thank you for your support. We ask that you partner with us in prayer. Please check our website for our time of prayer on Tuesday nights. But also we ask that you partner with us in giving, hallelujah, that we can do the work of the Lord in this time and season. And to our New Direction Bible family, fellowship family, thank you. Thank you so much, hallelujah, just for your support, your commitment, and your consistency, hallelujah, for logging in, but also serving, praying, and giving. Again, the Lord is honored in what we do. Only what we do for Christ will last. And we thank you. New Direction Bible Ship family. Hallelujah. Pastor Benson, amen. Bless you, bless you, bless you much, Sister Benson. Bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But let us get into the word of God this morning for the word of God is rich. Hallelujah. And will help us grow thereby that we can be the people that God has called for us to be in these last and evil days. Amen. Amen. Join me in Matthew chapter 8. Verses 23 through 27, my wife read it, but I want to read it again because there's power in the word. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Amen. Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 through 27. It reads, and when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. Say asleep. And they went and woke him up, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, O ye of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the seas obey him? The word of God for the people of God, praise be to God, our ally in a storm. God, we thank you and bless you again for this day, Lord. We ask that you be with us during this time, that your anointing fall fresh. Touch our eyes, our ears, and our hearts, God, that we may hear from you. For in, this, in the precious name of Christ, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Matthew 8, verses 23 through 27. Our ally in a storm. Now, growing up in South Philadelphia, the home of the Sixers, the, the Eagles, uh, the Flyers, and the Phillies, I was awarded the opportunity to attend Orton Reed Junior High School in the early 80s. Now, Orton Reed was constructed on a hill that overlooked I-76 and was geographically positioned in the midst of Tasker Holmes Projects of which I and my family resided. And because of Orton Reed's geographic positioning, 
the majority of students were teenagers that lived in the projects of Tasker Homes. Now, every now and then, Orton Reed Junior High School would welcome students from other neighborhoods from within South Philadelphia. Neighborhoods like 24th Street, uh, 28th Street, uh, 17th Street. And, and it didn't take long for those students from other neighborhoods to realize that in order to survive being a student at Orton Reed, they would have to gain allies from those who also attended Orton Reed but lived in Tasca Homes projects. And that was vitally important for students from other neighborhoods because Orton Reed was a place, a, a school, a facility that was known for specializing in uproars, altercations, fights and misunderstandings. And when stuff like that jumped off, you wanted to make sure you had some allies that lived in Tasker Homes projects that would have your back. Yes, allies back then was important, but today allies are even the more as we live in these troubled times. Because an ally is defined as a person or group that is equipped to provide help and assistance to you in times of struggle, my God, uncertainty, confusion, attack, and assault. See, and in these times of pandemic that leads to death, prejudice and racism that lead to murder, placating politics that lead to bad decisions, prolonged unemployment payouts that lead to hunger, and homelessness has caused storms to arise in the lives of so many people. And because of that, mankind stands in need of an ally, someone who is, is equipped to help and assist us. And according to the scriptures, Jesus Christ is the true chosen one to be our ally. And here in chapter 8 of Matthew, the disciples find themselves in a storm in need of an ally. And by their reaction and verbal response in verse 25, save us, Lord, we are perishing. All 12 of them are convinced that this storm is designed to kill them. And storms that can be categorized as catastrophic and furious in your life based on how you handle it can make you feel like the storm is designed to take you out. But you must take in account, believer, that when Jesus is in the midst of your storm, it can benefit and bless you no matter how intense the storm is because storms in life can also be designed to teach you something. See, a storm in your marriage when Jesus is in the mix can be designed to teach you and your spouse how to be patient with, with one another 
as you both are looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. A, a storm on your job when Jesus is in the mix can be designed to teach you how to be polite and pleasant in your place of employment as you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. A storm in our dysfunctional families when Jesus is in the mix can be designed to teach us how to respect the decisions of other family members even when the decision doesn't make any sense as we allow our hearts not to be troubled as we trust in God. See, storms can teach us something. But storms in your life can also be designed to grow you. Amen. Now, now we all know that in case within a natural storm is a liquid substance called rain. And it's the rain from within the storm that causes things to grow on earth. Uh, last summer, Artesian came by and installed some new water lines in our neighborhood. And in doing so, they destroyed the grass on my sidewalk and my lawn. My goodness. Now, being an advocate and promoter of, of perfect lawn care, I had to do something about it, y'all. So I went out and purchased some grass seed to rectify my grass issue. Amen. Uh, so what I did and what I had to do is go to the bare spot on my sidewalk and loosen up the soil. Uh, then I had to remove all the debris that was on top of the soil. And, and then I commenced to lay the grass seed on top of the soil, look, and then I covered the grass seed with hay uh, because I found out that birds are a lot like people who try to devour and discourage your growth. So I had to put some hay over the grass. I had to put something on it, some hay over the grass seed. Amen. And then I had to wait for the storm to come. My God. And when the storm came, y'all, it rained down on the grass seed and it began to grow like crazy. You should see my sidewalk now. So you need to know that the Lord has to sometimes loosen up the soil in your life, uh, remove the debris out of your life, such as anger, a vengeance, gossip, envy. Look at this. Toxic relationships, etc., 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 and then he can plant some seeds of growth in your life, then cover it with his grace and mercy that people don't stop on or stop out your growth and elevation in him. Then the Lord does the unthinkable, y'all, by way of sending a storm in your life. Mixed with rain that is purposely designed to grow you in areas of your life that will honor him. Hallelujah. Such as kindness, uh, humility, love, giving, understanding, service, and forgiveness. See, a, a storm, my God, can grow you. Stop running from your storms and let them grow you. Amen. And the storm that the disciples were experiencing 
was designed to grow them. Look at this in their faith. Yes, these brothers who walk with Jesus had an issue with their faith. See, storms like the ones we have been experiencing since COVID-19 will let you know if you need to grow in your faith. And from the reaction of the disciples that display, look at this, fear and panic, we see that they needed to grow in their faith. Just like many of us that find ourselves fearful and full of panic due to this pandemic. Hallelujah. Uh, but what's so intriguing and at the same time encouraging, Minister Will, the disciples' reaction to the storm is that even though they needed to grow, it didn't deter them from knowing where to go when the storm entered the arena of their lives. Now, as believers and disciples of Jesus Christ, we know what the Bible teaches about fear and panic. But as for me, before I became a disciple of Jesus Christ, it was the fear and panic of the storm I was living in as a sinner in need of a savior that pushed me, uh, propelled me and persuaded me to run to Jesus for his help and assistance in my personal storm. And guess what, y'all? That the same way Jesus was there for his disciples is the same way he was there for you and for me, waiting patiently to be our ally in our storm. And Jesus, uh, the savior of the world, is successful in being our ally because he is aware of our storm. Look at what the scripture is saying in verses 23 and 24. It says, and when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him, the best decision they made all day. And, and behold, there arose a great storm on the sea that the boat was being swamped by the waves. Look at this. But he was asleep. My God. Now, according to the text, the same Jesus that I was so excited about being our ally in our storm due to him being aware of our storm is fast asleep during the storm. Come on, y'all. That, that just doesn't add up. It just doesn't make any sense. Jesus, the Holy One, is getting his nod on while the storm is going on. I, I don't know about you, but I'm taken aback by the posture of Jesus, our ally, the only one equipped to handle a situation like this. Amen. Come on, there must be some explanation about this, why Jesus is asleep during the storm. And it is, y'all. Look at this. You see, prior to this storm encounter, Jesus in verses 1 through 17 was ministering healing and hope to those in need. See, he cleansed a leper. Uh, he healed the centurion's servant. He healed Peter's mother-in-law of a fever, as well as cast out demons of those who were oppressed. Therefore, Jesus was physically, my God, tired, y'all, 
because I found out and I, I believe the ministers can attest to this in the service of the Lord that that ministry and ministering to others can take his toll on your body as well as your mind. That's why it's so important, y'all, that we pray for those who minister to us with a heart of love and necessity to grow us in our relationship with the Lord. But again, if Jesus is asleep from being tired, how can he help me in my storm? I'm glad you asked. Amen. Now, when we take time to venture into the scriptures and in particular, Isaiah chapter seven, chapter nine of Isaiah as well, chapter 11 and chapter 53 of Isaiah, as well as John one verses one through 14 and first Timothy verses three and 16 we will see that they clearly identify Jesus Christ as God in the flesh, which means Jesus was humanly and physically 100% man and at the same time divinely and spiritually 100% God. Uh, theologians refer to that as the hypostatic union. In other words, y'all, Jesus uh, could weep as a man, then go to a wedding and turn water into wine as God. Uh, Jesus could hunger as a man, then spit on the ground and give sight to the blind as God. See, Jesus could flex his muscles as a man, but then turn around and perform miracles as God, which means, which means, yes. Jesus was physically asleep in the storm as a man, but at the same time, look at this, spiritually awake and aware of the storm as God. For the psalmist says in Psalms 21 and 4, behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I like the, what, what the message Bible says. It says, your guardian God won't fall asleep, not on your life. Your guardian God will never doze off or go to sleep. Amen. Aren't you glad that the Lord is an ally that is always awake and aware of the storms you encounter in your life? Uh, the big storms, uh, the little storms, the Monday morning blues storm. The Lord is so on point that he's aware of the storm you're about to go into, the storm you're in right now, and the storm you're coming out of with your hands raised up because while you were in it, he was keeping you. He was encouraging you. He was comforting you. Hallelujah. Look at this. That you can go and comfort somebody else who's in a storm just like you. It ain't all about you. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. You see, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we have the luxury of knowing by the word of God that Jesus is aware of our storms. And while in the midst of them, 
still able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above what we can ask or think. But for you, the non-believer out there that is listening and living in sin, you need to know that the Lord Jesus is also aware of the storms in your life. My God, yes, he is. Yes, he that, That's why in this season that has caused you to lose uh, uh, many things of value, uh, uh, like family, uh, friends, jobs, homes, apartments, and businesses due to the COVID-19 pandemic, you haven't been led to commit suicide or commit a crime that would land you in jail. And it's only because of the Lord being aware of your storm and extending you his grace. Look at this. For whereby sin abound, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, God's grace much more abounds. You see, the Lord Jesus is aware of you and the storms you're going through. And his desire as is that you, my brother and my sister, become aware of him and that he is in the midst of your storm and surrender your life to him. That your soul might be right well, hallelujah, when all is said and done on this side of heaven. Amen. Jesus is your ally who is aware of your storm. Amen. But Jesus also answers your cry in a storm. Look at, at verse 25 and 26. And they went and woke him, saying, save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Now, after running to Jesus and crying out to him, in their time of need, Jesus answers. Now, the answer that Jesus renders to the disciples' cry here in the text, it differs from the con consoling and concerning answer that the Lord gave to the Israelites when they cried out to him for relief from the storm of oppression they were experiencing. Now, if you look closely at the text, we will see that the answer Jesus gives to the disciples cry to him in the storm is transposed into a question that addresses the disciples fear and lack of faith. Why are you afraid? Oh, you of little faith? Question mark. See, Jesus response to them. It doesn't award the disciples the comfort or the direction they needed in the storm they were in. But what it does do for the disciples and we who cry out to God in fear instead of faith when storms arise in our lives is give us a reason to examine our faith. Look, look, do, do, do I really have faith that God can do all things? Do I really have faith to believe Jesus can heal and deliver me? Do I really have faith to believe Jesus hears me when I cry out to him? 
uh, questions we may want to ask ourselves if our cries to the Lord are full of fear and not full of faith like the disciples. See, when I cry to Jesus is full of fear, he will question our faith. But when I cry is full of faith, he will answer our cry. My God, amen. And, and, and help us navigate through the storms of life with precision and power because he's in the storm with us. Amen. See, it's so good to know that Jesus answers us and gives us direction, a new direction to navigate through the storms that are raging in our lives when we cry out to him in faith. And that's vital because storms can be so fierce that they affect our sight. And when we cry out in faith to Jesus, he will guide us through the storms of life because Jesus, he sees everything. His eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth. And Jesus guides us. And leads us through the storm with precision and power again because we're in the storm with him. See, we, 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 we now know that Jesus is our ally, right? Who is aware of our storm and will answer our cry in our storm when we cry out to him in faith. Hallelujah. And, and I don't know about you, but as a man. Uh, sometimes it's hard to cry. Yeah, you know, you know, you, we, we grew up uh, being told real men don't cry. Amen. But, but I have come to the realization and the understanding in my walk with the Lord Jesus Christ that when storms rage in my life and I can't understand them, I don't know what's going on. I've learned how to cry like a baby in faith to Jesus Christ that he will come in and do something for me within the storm. He'll give you peace in your storm. He'll give you protection in your storm. We have to learn as men to cry out to Jesus in our storm. He is our ally. Hallelujah. That will hear us and answer I cry. Amen. I feel like crying right now. Hallelujah. Because this COVID-19 has us in a storm, y'all. But as we cry out in faith, hallelujah, the Lord will handle this thing for his glory and for his honor. Wait a minute. This ain't the first storm we've been in, y'all. Come on. See, our ancestors were in some storms and they made it through. Our parents were in some storms and they made it through. Our grandparents was in some storms and they made it through. So why is it that we are so flustered now? Because no, Jesus is on our side. All we got to do is cry out to him in the storm. Hallelujah. And he hears us and answers us when we do it in faith. Bless your name. Jesus Christ. He's an answering God. Hey, hallelujah. See, the Lord loves to bless faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, a, a God that blesses us when we cry out in faith again. Again, again, we know that Jesus is an ally who is aware of the. He knows what's going on in your storm, y'all. And he will answer our cry. Amen. Uh, but to cap this thing off, we need to know 
that Jesus is our ally who has authority. Look at this, y'all, over our storms. My God. Look at verse 26. Look in the B portion. It says, then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. Amen. I got to read that again. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was great calm. See, Jesus shows his authority over the storm that caused fear to affect his disciples. See, Jesus had that back, y'all. And he does so by rising up and speaking to the storm. Look at this. It says, then he rose, oh my God, and rebuked the winds and the sea. Amen. See, the storm was so rough that the, the winds and the, the sea had to concede to the storm. But when Jesus spoke up and said what he said with all authority, the winds, the sea, and the storm had to take a rest. Amen. Now, 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 now if you watched all 10 episodes of The Last Dance uh, with the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, amen. I mean, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, you found out that Michael Jordan was a high riser that talked a lot of trash on the court. But but he sure enough backed it up. But what I found out, Pastor Benson, is that Jordan, the goat, has nothing on Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. See, because when Jesus rises up and speaks, miraculous things happen. Uh, divine things happen. Unexplainable, hallelujah, things happen. See, when Jesus was raised up on the cross of Calvary, I know somebody shouting right now, and spoke the words, it is finished. Something miraculous happened to mankind. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad about that. When Jesus was raised up from the dead and spoke the words, all authority in heaven, my God, and in earth has been given to me. Something divine happened up there as well as down here. And here in verse 26, the B portion of Matthew in chapter 8, Jesus rises up, y'all, and speaks words of authority to the storm. And something unexplainable happens. And the confirmation of that is how the disciples responded in verse 27. They said, and the men marveled, saying, what sort of man, look at this, is this, that even the winds and the seas obey him? Hallelujah. When Jesus rises up and speaks, stuff happens. Hallelujah. And the great news today on this great day is that Jesus, the son of God, Jesus, the savior of the world, uh, Jesus, the bright and morning star, 
Jesus, look at this, the lily of the valley. Jesus, the great I am that I am. Jesus, the son of David. Uh, Jesus, uh, the root of Jesse. Jesus, uh, uh, mama's walking cane. Jesus, the will in the, I can't let it go, y'all. In the middle of the will, hallelujah. Still and always will have authority over the storms in your life. The storms you encounter, the storms you experience, and even the storms you're going through right now. Jesus has authority, hallelujah. He has authority to rise above your storm, hallelujah, and speak to them, giving us a faith and confidence that we need to get through it. That when the storm is over, y'all, look at this. It's going to be over soon, y'all. Hallelujah. What you going to do when it's over? Hallelujah. And when it's over, we will come out of it testifying that it was the power of King Jesus. Therefore, if Jesus is king, bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all hallelujah because he is a king hallelujah with a kingdom that he is concerned about that we reside in hallelujah and he's taking care of us in the midst of our storms why because he is our ally hallelujah that is aware of a storm who answers our cry in our storms hallelujah yeah, 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for being and having all authority over our storms. He's aware. He answers y'all. And he has authority. Know that. Walk in that. I know it's been difficult. My God. I know it's been rough, but the, the, the storm, the storm, the storm, it's going to be over soon. But until then, have the confidence, my God, which, which equates to faith, hallelujah, that Jesus Christ is your ally in your storm. God, again, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, God, for coming down 40 and two generations, being born of a virgin, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that you uh, allowed them to lead you to judgment hall uh, and judgment hall without saying a word, Lord. Thank you, God, for suffering and, and dying on the cross for us. Thank you for enduring the storm, God that you were able to rise on the third day with all power and put us back in right relationship with the Father. God, we give you glory on this blessed day, God. We thank you for being the, uh, the, the, the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, continue to walk with us and keep us during these times of confusion and uncertainty, God. Teach us, God, to grow our faith in you, God knowing that you give us all a measure of faith, God. Let that measure of faith grow in you, Lord, that we may be able to stand in these days, God, and encourage others who are going through. God, we thank you. God, we bless you. 
God, we give you glory. For us in the precious name of Christ, we pray. Let us all say amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, well, today, today, today is a special day. And it's a special day because God allowed you to uh, wake up this morning. Hallelujah. Yeah, see, it wasn't your alarm clock that woke you. It was the sovereignty of God that woke you this morning. And, and, and if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior after being awakened this morning by him, um, and, and, and you, you desire for him to come into your life, I, I want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me that, that you may receive Jesus Christ as Lord. Again, again, having faith in this prayer is what connects you to Jesus. Let us pray. God, we thank you and bless you for being God and God alone. God, Lord, I'm a sinner. I declare it. God, I know it. Uh, but, but God, I, I want to surrender my life to you because I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you rose on the third day for my sins, God. I believe that you sit on the right hand of the Father right now interceding for me, Lord. So, God, I want to give my life and my heart to you, Lord, that you can shape it and mold it into what you want me to be. Lord, I have sinned and fall short of your glory. But, Lord, please receive me, God, as I confess to you that I am a sinner and I need you. So, God, help me. Accept me in the name of Jesus, God, that I may be, may, be, may be made different in you. God, I thank you. God, I love you. For it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you pray that prayer, the Bible says that you are saved. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the angels are rejoicing over you, my God, you. And only you. And if you pray that prayer, we encourage you to give, please, please give us a call at New Direction Bible Fellowship that we can encourage you and help you grow in your decision to make Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life. We want to encourage you, love on you, and give you direction through discipleship that you may be the person, the man, the woman, the girl, or boy that God called for you to be. Amen, 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 amen. So again, so again, we thank you for joining us on this blessed Sunday morning. We ask that you continue to be encouraged and be blessed and be safe and use wisdom during these times, hallelujah. Again, that when we come out of this storm, my God, we will be able, wait a minute, even in the storm, we will give God the glory and the praise that he so rightly deserves. Hallelujah. On behalf of Pastor Benson, Sister Benson, we love you. We all and we thank God for you. Amen. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. My Lord and my Redeemer. Everyone have a blessed day, a blessed week, and a blessed life. To God be the glory.